Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to... All Out of Bubblegum. <laughs> the podcast oh, in the... which... <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to our podcast <laughs> in which we talk a little bit about what we've been watching. Yeah. Lots of spoilers. Like a really healthy dose of spoilers. Yeah, like 80, 90% is yeah. spoilers. Yeah, 80 to 90% of spoilers. And the stuff that isn't was considered for spoilers, but we yeah. need to give you this content. We need to give, yeah, exactly. We don't want to like just, just... Exactly. But yeah, we talk about You Were Never Really Here, Lynn Ramsey's most recent film. Yeah, and then we talk about the summer of 84 as well. Really interesting horror film with a little bit of special summon summon. Yeah, yeah, it's a different one. And it's... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one that I'm going to enjoy rewatching. Yeah, I think I will too. Glenn um, enjoyed it as well, actually. He doesn't often watch the homework with me, but he okay. liked that one. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, we also do a little bit of um, Sinner 2, Season 2, a little bit of Widows, and um, we also talk about the first episode of American Horror Story, Apocalypse, which I'm really behind on, but so soon me, I've had a lot on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, feel, exactly. you know, don't feel bad. No. Um yeah. yeah, I mean, it'd be good to, yeah, let me know how you get on with Apocalypse. Oh, well, for I'll sure. I'm going to definitely um, stay on track with it. Cool, Yeah. cool. But all right, yeah, so enjoy this episode, really do um, enjoy it. Let us know how you feel about everything. If you want to, send us a carrier pigeon with some yeah. money in it. How do you feel? Yeah. Tell us that. Um, but yeah, like usual, loads of swearing and loads of spoilers and all of that good stuff. So yeah, enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. See ya. So, um, what the fuck have you been doing? Happy belated Halloween, by the way. Oh, my God. Thank you. Best month of my life. It's been such a good Halloween, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. It's been, to be honest, it's been a really non-Halloween for me, sadly. Mm. I've, it's passed me by completely. But what have you done? Um, I've been to two Halloween parties. Two? Two Halloween parties. Whoa. I dressed up twice, which means I dressed up twice. I well Halloween 2018 came out the 40 years since the first one came out so that so that of was course. exciting that's a big deal oh, I don't think we've spoken about it have we yet we haven't no it's it's been a while yeah so um I yeah that was good that was quite momentous me and my friend Matt went to see it at the Duke of York's we treated ourselves to a sofa hey. no less and um I hate to say that I um, no offense to the Odeon because I do fucking freaking love it but Duke of York seems to have a better calibre of of guest, of sort of like viewer, if you like. Yeah. Maybe it's because you pay so much money for those tickets. You kind of, you know, you're not going to talk through a film, but it feels like maybe they're a bit more respectful. Whereas, yeah, you know, for sure. Obviously, you go to the Odeon, you can get any old riffraff in. <laughs> yeah, talking. kids. I know I'm sounding really classes. I'm joking, but I'm talking about kids. You know, yeah, yeah, for right. sure. I mean, Odeon's right in the middle of town and it has majority like make the blockbusters and whatnot. You yeah, know. exactly. Um, exactly. Oh, I did see a really good film recently, which I'd like to share with you in a moment. But um, yeah, it was. It's been a. It's been a great um, Halloween. I can't. It's taken me a little while to get over it. Kind of like yeah. leave it behind. Um, I've had such a good time because obviously I did my thirty-one horrors, which I managed to smash. Obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, and I'd watched a lot of really good stuff. So yeah, that is re- impressive. Revisited the Candyman, which is one of my favourite films. One of your favourites. It, it's being remade, right? It, is that right? 
Well, there's well, a talk. Okay. Talk about Jordan Peele being attached to it. Yes, yes. Which reading, conflicts yeah. me in so many different ways. However, if it's going to be in anyone's hands, that's the guy's hands I want it to be in. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I just do not believe it's a film that needs to be remade. I think it's so. Um, it brings up subject matter that's so relevant today. I think it was made in '92, but you genuinely watch it again it, you, it's still yeah relevant. I mean I remember watching it uh, not recently recently but maybe th- you know in the last three four years and yeah it, I had forgotten the uh, the relevance basically yeah and again yeah. like you said if anyone was going to handle it it would be Jordan Peele wouldn't it yeah I just think he's an outstanding uh, he's he's very exciting that man and um, I'm here for anything he does so I'm not going to poo poo it I will say that I, I just don't think it needs to be remade but yeah We'll see. See what happens. It might be a completely different. I mean, it might take the mythology and just use it in a very different way. Who knows? It's whichever way he does it, he'll do it intelligently, and mm. it will be um, it will be done properly. I would have thought. I, I can't see him fucking it up. To be honest. No, no. I is, yeah, it would be in the best hands possible, wouldn't exactly. it? Exactly. Um, talking of films, I went to see last week Widows with um, with Glyn. Right. Um, our friend Liam Neeson's in it. Do you know right. the one film I mean? I've seen it on buses. Yes, yes, yes. I know nothing beyond that. Well, it is quite good in the sense that it is a Steve McQueen film. It stars Viola Davis, who's just insanely good. Obviously, our mate Liam Neeson's in it. Um, but it also stars two people that we very much big friends of. Or fans, friends of the podcast, <laughs> they just don't know it. Um, Brian Tyree Henry's in it. He's paper boy, paper boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, awesome. And Daniel Kalulia. Yeah, Kalulia. sweet. Um, they play brothers in it, and it's they're just, yeah. Oh, amazing. I mean, I, I think that they still, those two steal the show, but that's because I'm completely biased. Do they get a lot of screen time? Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, I'm in just on that. Um, um, Daniel, um, I'm just going to call him Tea Leaf because he's Tea Leaf to me. He always will be. Tea Leaf's role is so aggressive, but really, he's aggressive in a violent way. But he's it's it's all in his body language. The way he comes up comes up at people, it's very intimidating, and he is very intimidating. It's quite interesting to see him in a role where he's not Tea Leaf or Chris from Get Out, where he's a real personable. Yeah, he's person. been uh, he's had a likability to him in everything I've Absolutely. seen. Absolutely, and he's just uh, just he is oh. is brilliant. I think if I'm since you can watch it, I think you'll enjoy it. Ah, uh, yeah. It um, is. Um, it's written. The screenplay's written by Gillian Flynn, who did Gone Girl. Okay, cool. But it's it's based on a Linda Plant story, which I'd never read. But it's basically about these. Um, God, listen to Lewis Rose tonight. It's kicking Lewis off. Um, it's about this group of criminals, all, all men, and um, they are doing a job, and then it all goes horribly wrong, and they're all killed. And then it's about the what, how the wives deal with it, hence widow, the widows. Oh, okay. Um, and it's yeah, it's very exciting. It's a good film. It's cool. very exciting, and yeah, the cast is just outstanding. Even Liam Neeson's looking pretty. Even Liam Neeson. He needs to hang up his action hero boots, though, doesn't he? Is he doing action in this? more like not quite like balls out action but it's still quite a an actiony crimey sort of thing yeah (laughs) 
Yeah. Um, that sounds good, though. That sounds really good. I've made a note. I'm going to try and get get down to watching that. Get down on it. Um, what else? What? Yeah. So yeah. So great Halloween. Really good time. Um, I'm mourning it a little horror. bit, but you know, it, November's pretty cool. It's a perfect time to be watching a lot of shit. Not shit, but good stuff, obviously. Which yeah. I know you've been watching some of the same stuff as me. So um, yes. why don't you give me a little heads up on what you've been watching? Um, what's the same? The same stuff as you, The Sinner. Yeah, season man. two. Yeah, How far along man. are you on there? Um, I'm about seven episodes in, so I don't oh, think I've got very many left to go. two left. Yeah. Or if you've watched seven, just one left. Just the finale. There's eight. There's eight episodes. Oh, so I've got the finale. I, I haven't finished episode seven, but I'm okay. quite near the end. Cool. It's... Because wow. I, I, I pause I've, when I've taken breaks from watching The Sinner, which hasn't been more than a few hours because I watched it all over the weekend. Uh, it's been midway through an episode rather than at the beginning or in, like uh, in between episodes because yeah. they always end on such fucking cliffhangers or mm-hmm. big reveals that I have to keep watching. But if there's a dull, dullish moment in an episode, I can happily pause then and come back the following day or whatever. Like, so, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, it it is one of those ones where I sort of sat down before I know, knew it. Mm. <sighs> Fucking Glyn woke me up at six o'clock on Saturday morning because his alarm went off. Why? He was fucked up. Like, exactly. Why did his alarm go off at six on Saturday morning? He forgot morning. to turn it off. Exactly. And like I get it that he forgot to turn it off, but he was so fucked from the night before that he didn't hear it. So it kept but can't going. you set patterns on alarms so that it only goes off on weekdays? I swear that's a feature on most phones it's a these days. Because I've had this same argument with oh, yeah. someone. Yeah, um, right, I sorry. mean, I sometimes I do. I get it. It's an accident. But that's the, the difference is if mine accidentally went off, I would jump to it, turn it off. Fine. Yeah, right. No damage done. But he was so <laughs> fucked. That I had to climb over him to get to this fucking phone to turn it off. Couldn't do it because you know it's someone else's phone. So angry, but so I was awake at six o'clock on a Saturday morning. Furious. So that's when I put on the cinema, and before I knew it, I'd watched four episodes. What a great like opener. Well, not just, but there were like to start your Saturday morning like that, six Mm a.m. Livid, suddenly awake at six a.m. Nothing to do, but. I'm guessing your mood changed pretty quick when you saw there was a whole new season of The Sinner. I knew it was coming because Bill Pullman had been interviewed on something, some TV show that I'd seen. So I knew it was there, but it was always only in the back of my mind. And I was like, I didn't know that it was going to be a whole new case. I figured maybe it would follow on from the Cora story with Jessica Biel. Yeah. But then I was like, how can it? Because that was all... Wrapped up. Yeah, but um, it's... Yeah, I'm not disappointed. This Same. Series. It linked in brilliantly. And like you said, the the opener was terrific. And like, don't know, when I, when I saw it was there, I was like, shit, this could be something great just to watch for the day. Because again, I was up pretty early as well. Mm. I'm up to date on a lot of, like, I've not, I just thought it'd be good to have something to what like, yeah, just a session in bed. Yeah, sure. Just for a more, like, morning or whatever. And wasn't convinced going in because I thought, are they doing a sequel for the sake of it? Because uh-huh. I had no uh-huh. idea they were even doing another season. Uh, we might have talked about it, but we obviously talked about the first a year ago. And yeah. with today's way of remember it, like Netflix, binge things, things get forgotten pretty quick. Like I remember talking about Absolutely. it for a good few weeks after. Mm-hmm. But like with everything else, it then goes to the back of my mind until... Yeah, I think as well with binging, like the way it works is that it, it really is like eating a big ca- whole cake to yourself. You eat it, but you don't remember what it tasted like because you ate it so fast. Yeah, it's very yeah, much like exactly. That, isn't it? You would have got the same taste off one slice of cake. Yeah. 
And imagine getting that taste every week mm-hmm. or every few days over a couple of weeks or whatever. Absolutely. But instead, we eat the whole cake. Yeah, you're ab- and it doesn't myself. taste any better. No. We, we just get more of it. Yeah, exactly. And I can't help myself, but, you know, I will sit there and like literally four or five hours will just fly by. I've, yeah, it's yeah. not like I haven't done other stuff, but well, I haven't done other stuff. I don't know what I'm, who I'm trying to convince. I did find it really easy to binge this. It's been a while since I've had something that I can just... Mm. really even american vandal 2 that i know we didn't really talk about too much i didn't find it like i didn't like it as much the first because it didn't have that main dude in it like it wasn't that set i didn't think the case itself was as good and it took just it took me a couple of weeks to watch i think but yeah. um i think this, as well with american vandal the novelty wears off very quick yeah and it's yeah. it it it's kind of uh, the content itself is quite juvenile, which is fine. I'm not against juvenile. No, There's no, always it's a place fine, for, it. for sure. But it's kind of like a one-trick pony, isn't it? And that's yeah. the thing. Like, yeah, you might change big cocks drawn on people's cars to like a, a shit bomb, but yeah. it's, sti- it's kind of getting a bit tired. Yeah, and the form. Yeah, yeah. I, but like, I mean, I still enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I had that much to say on it anyway. Like. Um, but yeah, the sinner I'm find I found fucking compelling as shit. I love all the ca- the all, all the support like all the characters are great. Heather, the main cop, yes, um, I love she's her. amazing. Um, Vera Walker, the mum. So um, she's an actress. She's played by an actress called uh, Carrie, Carrie Coon. Coon. Yeah, and she ever since I. Because I kept saying her name, and I was like, I know that name from somewhere. And she's in Widows, and I didn't, I didn't put them oh, together. She? Okay. she was, and then I happened to randomly watch a film called Don't Talk to Irene, like a proper like indie Canadian film, right? Real low budget. Oh no, 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 it's not, it's not that film actually. Sorry, it's another film called Izzy Gets the Fuck Across Town or something. I don't okay. know if you've ever heard of that. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting them mixed up because I watched them back to back. And Carrie Coon's in that, and she plays the sister, and it's just like oh, she's okay. everywhere now. And, yeah, but she's great. Well, I think I had only seen her in the Leftovers. Remember that thing I was watching? There yeah, was three but I seasons of that. Seen it yet. You haven't, but no. I, she was a big part of it. And the more it went on, the more I, yeah, I think she's yeah, she's great. And but it's weird because the Leftovers was heavily like a cult. A cult played it a big part in that too. Okay. Uh, well, it's our favourite kind of thing, isn't it? The cult. She, yeah, I don't know. She almost had. The, I don't know. It was almost a similar. The, her, the two, the characters in her character in the sinner was almost in a similar situation in ways in. Oh wow! The leftovers. So there was a lot of comparison. But I, yeah, she's amazing. Like a force to be reckoned with as well. So, but you've seen up to them going to the woods, right? Yeah, so uh, spoiler alert on The Sinner too, because we are going to go in on it. Screw it. Whatever. We are. So we'll put loads of spoiler. Not the ending, because no, you haven't, I haven't seen, seen it, the ending, yeah. So. so it got to the point where um, she, he's haunted by somebody in a hood, and then they find the van. Right, okay, okay, They're on cool. the bus at the moment, and he's just realised... Yeah, it's pretty much... That he's killed those two people for no good reason, because they were obviously helping... Her, yeah, and he's kind of freaked out I think a when he's with her, and he works out they were coming, they were taking me to you, weren't they? Yeah, and she's like, Yeah, but it doesn't matter. And <laughs> yeah, 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 it's pretty brutal, it's a lot to put on a child, isn't it? It is, um, yeah, yeah, it's raw. Like, I didn't know how they'd make a second season make such an impact. Um, 
like in the first episode I was thinking where is there's going to be a violent crime in a minute and I didn't because it was quite a specific format um the sinner the same as the night of really like quite a similar oh I've watched a couple of episodes of that did you know have you yeah. cool what recently uh, a couple of weeks ago I've watched like one or two episodes I've got to the point where his spoilers his parents go to visit in prison cool. and, the, and the police officers aren't very nice to them I think cool. they bring a meal or something don't they yeah 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 um, so I haven't got very far into it but oh yeah watch Fucking more of that because I've again once you get yeah once you're in you're in yeah. and I found it this similar yeah but a similar kind of thing to the sinner so, you know something awful happens and the rest of this like a it unravels doesn't it yeah as to the, there being more to the story it's not necessarily like the typical crime drama of who's the killer it's a different take on it isn't it like we know who the killer is from the start but we doubt their guilt and then they expand on that throughout a season like which is cool i think it's yeah it's a different kind of take but um yeah it's clever and i just wonder I wonder if they'll stop here or whether they'll keep going. Because I think there's a, Bill Pullman's character's got a lot to offer. Uh, yeah, really. Well, he's he is, isn't revealing he? quite a lot about himself, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, yeah, I've really enjoyed him through this. Um, I like his empathy for the kid. It's good, isn't it? Mm. Like, and I think, by the, I mean, you're probably up to the point where I think that Vera, the mum's starting to see that he is kind of on the kid's side because um, she can't really understand why else he's, so invested in him. Um, I felt like it was suggested that they might have had sex with each other. It was suggested, and we don't know, because obviously the next... You've seen when he then wakes up in the hotel room and shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, before that night in the cabin, when he was presumably drugged or whatever, how they got there, they he fell over and mm-hmm. suddenly couldn't see it anywhere and was lost in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I was in that writing room, I would have been like, we need more, we need, like, doesn't, he didn't fall down a huge hill, right? He just kind of tripped, fell down a little bit of a ditch. But I thought she left him on purpose. I mean, she kind of did, but we didn't hear her run off. She obviously just carried on walking. Oh, I see, yeah. Like, right, do you remember that moment in the room where they're fucking playing football in the alleyway? And suddenly, what's his shit? I've forgotten his character's name, but he suddenly falls over for no reason. Do you remember? He, like, I think someone, and the writers were like, we need to at least, so someone chucks him the football and it's as if they chuck it too hard. So he just falls over and then Tommy's picking him up going, oh, do you need to go to the hospital? And it was, it was this bonkers moment. And I don't know, it just reminded me, like, yeah. he just kind of, it wasn't that bad of a bad of a fall, and then for the next ten minutes, fifteen minutes, it's just him, this man falling over in the woods, like. Cause, but I just, he's a savvy detective, and I know he's getting on, but I just think he's he was for someone who was already not trusting this woman, he's yeah. very easily duped, and I like I don't know, I don't know that bit. I just didn't fully buy, like. Yeah, I, don't, I guess. Do you know what? I don't think then, I really he just kept falling talk about over it. and like. I, I get it. There's obstacles in the woods. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It just kind of made me laugh. I think I had to rewind it. And I was like, what happened? Oh, no, he does just trip over. She's then gone. Like, but then, yeah. I, don't, I, I didn't think about it. I just thought it was meant to illustrate that. She fucked up. She, she knew the environment better than he did. But yeah, then it, yeah, it really yeah, doesn't yeah. prove much, does it? Because it's like, it just yeah, you've grown me. up there. So what? Yeah. What are you trying to say? Yeah. And hmm. I, I don't think about that. Yeah, I don't know. It just, 
he just seemed to be a bit easily tripped, for, like fooled at that point because he, yeah, I don't know. Mm. But it, like, there's a fucking nitpicking shit. It was really good. The whole, yeah. Good. Um, I'm going to finish it in the next few days. Cool. Yeah. I'd be interested to know what you think at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Um, well, I'm not that far in, but I did watch the first episode of American Horror Story Apocalypse. Oh, cool. It was a good opener. I've heard it's quite different from from the others. It's hard to see where it's going from here because it's quite distinct. It's the the actual um opener before the credits is fantastic. Okay, cool. But it's in, it, I don't know how because this is the one where it kind of merges horror house. Is it horror house, murder house, and, and coven? Is it? Yeah, and I can't see how it's going to get there. I heard, I've heard both of those things. Yeah. Yeah, but I know it is going to get there, so that's fine. And I, I mean, I'll enjoy the ride. Sarah Paulson's great. So Kathy Bates has already been in the first one, first episode. Joan Collins is fucking in it. So mm, whatever, something there. But um, she's been fantastic as well. But I'm, I, I think maybe tonight over dinner I'm going to watch the second episode just to see if I can see if it's going to veer me in a particular direction or, or if I can see more about where it's going. But it's very interesting. I nice. think you'll like it. Cool. It's is meant it... to be like it's meant to be one of the better ones as well. Sweet. Is That's it all out yet? Um, Was it halfway? I've got over? some of it on now TV. Yeah, I don't cool. know. Yeah, I'm going to get on that. Mm. Um, had you caught up to that point? Within your American Horror Story sessioning, yeah. So I, I'm done now. Um, I didn't done. rewatch Cult because I thought it was quite fresh. Yeah, we only did it last, last year. year so, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I've got enough knowledge now to continue. Yeah, nice. I feel quite That's smug cool. and proud of myself now. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous. Like, although I didn't enjoy a couple as much as the others, um, it's been a long time. Like Murder House was what seven years ago? Yeah. I don't know, a long time ago, and yeah. I only watched it once. Or twice, like, in quick succession with different people at the time. But, yeah, it was good. It was cool. Exactly. But, yeah, no, it's exciting. I haven't really got much to say yet, but I am excited about it, for sure. I just realised that we haven't decided which films we're going to discuss today. We haven't. But no. But can I go in with a curveball? Please go in with a curveball. I watched Grab it me. last night. Grab me off guard. Um, you were never really here. Well, that's a bit rude, isn't it? Uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we are going to talk, of course, as we always do, about a couple of films. Obviously, we've had a good catch-up. We've both been quite busy. Um, but we are going to talk about a couple of films. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I might throw the second curveball. Yeah, do it. We're going to start. I kind of know what to expect, so it's exciting. Yeah, it's good from a list of four. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about um, a Joaquin Phoenix um, starring in Lynn Ramsey, one of my favourite directors. Newest film, You Were Never Really Here. Yes. Thoughts? Um, I really, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I enjoyed it. I, um, yeah, I enjoyed. Apart from the Rat Catcher, which I wasn't a huge fan of, I've really enjoyed it, all our other films. Um, and there's definitely some. They're they're so different. Like this yes, is they fucking are, they wildly are. different mm-hmm. to Kevin, which was wildly different from. Was it more than Caller? More than like, Caller. Yeah. Before that, mm-hmm. like that was the one before. Um, yeah. All, all so vast, like, such a huge difference in, like, but there's something I'm not sure I can quite put my finger on that is distinguishable about that it's, that it's her kind of work. Do you know, like, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not sure. It might be this, uh, like some of the shots, the cinematography, like um, a lot of the themes. There's trauma is a heavy theme in Absolutely. all of their films. Mm. Um, like it's why Morven goes off and does what she does. And that's why that all kicks off, isn't it? Obviously, Kevin, tra- like, um, yeah. And this, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's basically it's Joaquin Phoenix, as you said, um, playing an army war veteran called Joe, uh, who we gather has quite a good reputation uh, for bringing back missing girls. He's yeah, he's, he's kind like of a like a, a cleaner, gun. isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's like Leon, isn't he? He's a cleaner. Yeah, it had Leon vibes, didn't it? it my, did. Because yeah. I haven't seen Leon since I was a oh, kid. God, that's one of my favourite films. It's of all a lot time. of people's favourite films. I need to rewatch it, um, but. Yeah, because I was a child when I saw it and I barely remember it. But there's been enough references and stuff for me to get the vibe. And it had a Absolutely. definite similarities to that. Yeah, it really um, did. And particularly the central kind of, which isn't really expanded upon that much, but it's particularly the, the sort of um, central relationship between Joe and that girl yeah. that he's sort of sent in to get. Um, I, I, just as I was saying to you, I think it's worth mentioning that although I knew that this was homework, when I kept sitting down to watch it again I couldn't bring myself to do it I don't know if that's because I just it's not the kind of film I want to see again no I mean it's bleak or whether I just didn't want to ruin my vision of that of because I've seen it once and I loved it I I don't know if I want to sit down again and maybe not love it as much as I did the first time yeah that makes total sense it's a bit Um, like with a ghost story I've never re-watched that because it it got me so profoundly that i yeah. don't want to go back and not feel the same thing yeah, again yeah, yeah it left such an impact you're never going to get that first and because of that you might f- f- like yeah think less exactly of it. it's, um, yeah it's almost like having sex with a stranger <laughs> do you know what i mean in a weird way that's probably a really bad way to put it but then, yeah, you know like not really and that's you have a perfect <laughs> so it's like going oh, so, oh a perfect kiss or something so you go and you meet someone a stranger and you have the perfect kiss you don't necessarily want to kiss them again because you could never reached the high of that first kiss yeah i, I don't know where I'm no going i understand that but my mentality isn't like that yeah 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 no, I, I, is mine i don't know the last i, I don't think i've ever I, kissed a stranger <laughs> oh my no, God. but i think films are, they're an investment aren't they and it's um yeah yeah it's I feel an understandable like, yeah, thing exactly and i feel like I, in my it sounds so stupid but i feel like there are very few films that i carry around inside me um or a part, I carry a part of them around with me, and I feel like this film affected affected me in quite a profound way, mm. a different way to a ghost story. But I don't think I need to revisit it. Uh, yeah, certainly yeah. not for a few years. Yeah, yeah. So even though I had time to do it, even though it was on my list, I just couldn't do it. And I, I, but I can remember everything about it, and that's quite uncommon for me. Normally, I'm like can't remember a thing, but I can close my eyes and I can play out scenes in my head good good so that I went helps. To, yeah I, I remember going to see it at the duke of york's on my own and it was a really late night showing for me it was like nine o'clock and um i just i just loved it i just it was last year you know it was that long ago like i'm really behind on this so apologies i've been talking talking about how i'm going to watch it for some time so and a year's passed and i finally have 
Um, you sure it shame. was last year? I feel like it was... 2017, like... Yeah, I don't think it, it was released until this year. I'm quite, I'm sure I watched it. I've probably got a diary of it. I'm uh, sure you're right I, about that, I, but... I, I thought it was towards the end of last year, but I could be wrong. God, I mean, if it is, then... That's... Everything is kind of bled to me, so who, yeah. who knows? Yeah, exactly. But um, Take what I say. Let's talk yourself. about... Should we talk about his central performance? Like it, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I've got to admit that I we hadn't when when I'd watched this I hadn't seen the master and I was a little bit take or leave Joaquin Phoenix oh okay okay um because obviously Gladiator is great in Gladiator but the only really thing that sticks to mind is him in um Signs and I do like him in Signs he's very good I haven't seen Signs have you not no but um Signs to me isn't the greatest film in the world okay it's okay. Again, it's okay. It, it's a good film, but it's just not the greatest. No, it's a, and I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know about Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Well, I stand corrected because this role, he was phenomenal in it. I thought. And like, do you think once you'd seen The Master, you're you then, reevaluated how you thought about him in this? Absolutely, because I had I hadn't realised just quite how method that guy is. Yeah. And the. There's nothing that I admire more than I think someone that committed to to a role, and also, of course, there's an exciting, an, an exciting, talking about method. There's a very exciting role that he's going to be playing on the horizon. Of course, which I'm super excited for. Because oh my god, and I keep seeing stills from it, and I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know. But then I'm like, it's it's still quite different to Heath Ledger's. Yeah, yeah, it's completely, and I think the less is more after Jared Leto's oh, Joker. Less is more with, and because Joaquin's fucking mannerisms and commitment to roles, I think that's going to be work wonders. I, don't, Absolutely. I, can't, I can't guarantee it's going to be a good film, but... I don't know. I mean, it, from everything I've read, about, I, no guarantees are there. I mean, like, how excited was I about Suicide Squad? So, yeah. But um, from what they've said, it's going to be a, like a lower key kind of like a crime caper. And I yeah. think that might be absolutely the way to go with that kind definitely, of definitely definitely um so whatever happens i think i'm gonna be excited and i as i say I've, i and then i watched him in the master and i just, i'm blown away I, yeah I, yeah he there's something about him that is quite uncomfortable to watch sometimes but I, he nails it he's, he's very uncomfortable to watch sometimes i'm glad you say that i hadn't been able yeah that's you're absolutely right and i um i'm trying to think of other because like I, last night watching him in You're Never Really Here, I realised like he's a Michael Shannon in my eyes. Like yep. I fucking, I'm trying to think of other shit that I've seen him in. Like not just The Master, but there's been a couple films recently, not that have been made recently. Things from maybe a while back that I've seen him in, and he's been fucking wild in them. Like kind of unhinged and convincing as fuck. Like intense. Um, so. In answer to quite like, well, in you were never really here. I thought his performance was really understated, which yeah. you, which if you weren't already a fan of him, I can imagine you someone thinking, eh. But knowing how he can be, and how fucking crazy he gets, seeing him almost mute, like I don't know. I mean, I liked seeing him in the scenes with his mother at the beginning and shit. I thought all that was really touching, like. Um, it it, it kind of you know you got the impression they, that she was all he had and vice versa like that was kind of his reason to be good and kind of anchored him into this kind of absolutely like, it gave him this routine because he was obviously struggling with PTSD and a lot of guilt and fucking just trauma wasn't he 
Yeah, and I, I really like the fact that they don't, although they sort of make, they do certainly make hints as to what's happened. They don't explain it. No, you get little no. flashbacks. So you're experiencing those kind of flashbacks as he has. Yeah, like and hallucinations. Yeah, and they're like so quick. And, and you, you're you kind of left to sort of pick, uh, to um, build your own picture. Yeah. They don't do yeah. it for you. And I like that. Yeah, because much. there was a lot of confusion in there. And I think, yeah, I just think it got that, it got this idea of tr- like PTSD um, across much better than a flashback could. Absolutely. Even though there were bits of flashbacks, well, what we assume are flashbacks interspliced with what could be fantasy and like, Delu- men- like delusions, delusion. mental illness. Yeah, exactly. Like, because he, he often then came to and found himself in different places and shit. There were a couple moments like that. But again, I think I had to rewind, like, yeah it's yeah, subtle it's, isn't it yeah 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 there's this real subtle kind of trippiness to it and not in a like far out way or whatever but this this kind of frust- this delusional kind of state um that as the film progresses things get worse and worse for our joe um so basically he's hired to rescue a senator's daughter I, I described it to someone i was watching it and i think i was speaking to henning downstairs and i was saying it's like if that film taken was made but good like because <laughs> like, it's a man looking for a sorry, missing girl liam. do you know what i mean but, yeah and again sorry liam neeson but like this 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 made me feel something do you know it was this was beautiful um yeah and there's some fucking horrible moments and some brutal shit in it but there's some like really Comic, darkly comic touching moments as well and I think that's beautiful like that's beautiful like do you mean when he's with the guy who's just yeah. killed his mum yeah. again again sorry spoilers we'll warn at the beginning but yeah that bit strange yeah tragically beautiful and, and strangely amusing um and it's kind of like when he holds go yeah. out to hold his hand and shit as he's dying yeah and it's kind of it's kind of like just yeah really touching and what do you reckon that do you reckon it was just forgiveness on joe's part like because i think it was forgiveness and it maybe just a little bit of understanding yeah. or, or like just just like because he's done terrible shit himself. he's done such terrible shit but it, when you look about it like he's such an oxymoron yeah as, yeah, a, yeah, yeah as a character because he's brutal like there is even a line that says i've heard you're be- brutal and he's like yeah i can be yeah um but he's also you know, takes care of his mum and he's so gentle with his mum. His yeah, mum's yeah. like an, quite an elderly lady and she needs a lot, a lot of care and he's, he's so gentle. Like he's affectionate got and... Affectionate and he's like, you know, like there's a bit where he's helping her in the bathroom and you know, like he's got all this... He's got... He's like a big, big guy but he's 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 using that bulk. It's just... It's really... Like he's like, um, like a bear, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, kind of being yeah. really gentle and he's handling her with kid gloves. And then he goes out and he does some very brutal things almost without second thought which I don't believe he doesn't have remorse and stuff because I think it just all piles on top of all those other things of remorse already but he um, I think that when he's with the guy I think it's just almost like with that who, guy, with the girl, with, with the guy um, on the kitchen floor. Yeah, yeah. I feel, right. I feel like I think it is a part of a forgiveness but I think it's almost like an understanding of like he understands this guy it's not personal to this guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it meant... it meant. Uh, but it, also, I think it's just like that human thing of like, if someone was dying in the street, heaven forbid we'd ever have to witness that or anyone, that would happen to anyone. But I think the importance of being with someone 
as they kind of shuffle off this earth yeah yeah like i think it's just a very kind gesture yeah and it didn't really that that almost didn't have any um bearing on this like yeah or yeah. motivation it yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like I think that guy's dying so therefore I'm it going gave to us an indication of the kind of character Joe really yeah was, I, that's I what i like, like to believe anyway but i, I was th- sympathetic yeah. towards him yeah exactly um, and i think it's moments like that that but then again do you remember when he's waiting for some info from a guy and the guy's 20 minutes late and he goes in and gets the info and when he comes back to the door to get it joe just fucking smashes him in he's like don't fucking make me wait yeah Walks off yeah like, but then I guess he has to. He has uh, to. That's the game, though, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yeah, the game. Yeah. Um, Don't hate the player. So, yeah. So anyway, he's asked to rescue a senator's daughter. Back to the similar to Taken Two or whatever. You know, it's a pretty standard <laughs> kind of. It's the most typical trope, isn't it? A senator's daughter it's goes quite missing. Typical, yeah. They have to call in a guy who deals with this kind of thing with a very special set of skills or whatever. <laughs> Do you know? And that is Joe yes. with his fucking hammer. Um, oh god yeah 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 it's a very personal um tool as well it is it is that's interesting we've had yeah yeah yeah. um i yeah i really enjoyed it i think like there was loads of kind of like as as violent and actiony as it kind of sounds like it's again it's quite it's quite an understated film like there's a lot of really quite beautiful kind of drawn out moments the cinematography's stunning the music's amazing i mean lynn ramsey's always had a good choice of soundtracks yeah, and stuff she has and yeah really sets a mood with some of the kind of establishing shots and stuff like yeah yeah i think quite as well as well like there's a bit there's a bit where um i know that there are brutal things that he does and it, it, you know it's not gratuitous but you it, you do see quite a lot of stuff where you're like oh like um when his mum gets shot, it's just although you, it, it, you don't really see it, but the aftermath is quite hard to take because he, he's obviously someone he loves. Yeah. But I like the fact that when he's in, because basically um, I won't give too much of the story away, but obviously there's a, more to the story with the girl, young girl that meets that meets the eye, and Joe has to go and rescue her from a certain situation, and gets in too deep. But I like the fact that it shows quite a lot of the action and the violence through cameras. So oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. CCTV cameras. I mean, because like you said, it wasn't gratuitous, but it was brutal. Absolutely. Because it looked so fucking real and he had a hammer. But like, it's easier to take it because it gives you that slight distance from the action. I, yeah, For those yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. I hear what you're saying, but it also... Yeah, but it also made me find it that bit more realistic. Because yeah, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I thought it was really cleverly done. Um, Not that it's original, like, it's not the first time someone's fucking shown shit through a CCTV. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought it was used to great effect. Um, Yeah, I think it's... I mean, I think it's... I think you're quite right. It's not... There's nothing particularly new about the scenario or the premise. But the way it's handled, I mean, uh, again, not to go too heavy, but after, after the girl gets rescued or whatever thing he realizes he's got in too deep it's with low like mobsters and shit isn't it and suddenly everyone connected to him has been murked before he gets there yeah i really liked his boss yeah i felt sorry for him and then there's that bit which is really hard to take he's got like a contact who doesn't know anything about him and then the son one day accidentally witnesses where he lives and it's a complete accident yeah. and then he has to stop working with that guy because he doesn't want to put that family in the, in a bad situation yeah, by them yeah. knowing anything about him and then it's, it's just yeah it's very horrible to see how it, people get dragged into that life and it is it is but i think up until that point things have been going pretty smoothly for joe haven't they 
yeah, he's a well, it's a well-oiled machine. And I don't think he really cared. Like, especially after his mother died, like after his mother's his mother was killed, he had nothing. They they, they stupidly created a man who had nothing to lose. Do you know what I mean? But sadly, the you know the PTSD, the delusions. The I think yeah, exactly, insanity. exactly. And I think it might be point, important to point out that the PTSD doesn't just start from whatever he's done in his CIA. CIA um, military yeah. life it, it starts it was... way back in the beginning where it's suggested that he's abused by his father yeah um not necessarily sexually but violently for certainly yeah and um i can't remember it, if his mum kills herself or not whether the dad kills himself but there's that there's there's a certain attachment to suicide where he kind of like throughout the film he fantasizes he's, yeah because different he's ways. asphyxiating himself quite a lot as yeah, well yeah and there's a bit um, where he's standing on the on the side of a, a, a train station and yeah and yeah you, so you it you it's, it's implied very heavily that he's suicidal and yeah. it but his problems started way way back and yeah, it's yeah. just kept getting worse that's it again it was just moments of like just fragments of th- of things in it, of moments in his life. Absolutely, um, I've actually got the book somewhere, and the book's oh, really wow, thin. And it re- I read it in a day, it, less than a day. Oh, you've read it, cool. I'll see if I can dig it out because yeah, um, yeah. it's uh, he's definitely he's described quite differently to how he is in the film. But okay, cool. Um, and I think obviously the book just expands a bit more on on his kind of like in a monologue, I suppose. Okay, cool. Yeah, because he's doesn't say a say great much. deal throughout it. But he doesn't have to, and that's why. That's what's that. no. I wonder what it would have been like if he it had been in anyone else's hands. Because I'm, I'm sure there are many capable actors that could have made it different right, actually, and I, made y- it good. But yeah. he just, I just really liked the fact that, like, it, it's even in his physicality. Like, I yeah, know we yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. we talk Absolutely. about like method and everything. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it's, it's. But he was like, he he was the he was exactly like because, like he was kind of overweight. Like, oh my god! I, can the, I just say disclaimer? Never seen him more attractive. Yeah, yeah, he's looking he good. Looks like my ideal man. Like that slightly like dad bod thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So it's a guy who's obviously been very physically fit because he's had to be military yeah, CIA. You know, he's, he's Run to fat. Yeah. A little bit of fat, so it's like almost let himself go a little bit. Um, but then he's like still hard as fuck, isn't he? Hard like? as fuck. <laughs> but he just walks around like as if he has the weight of the world on his shoulders. Like it's kind of stooped almost, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it, it's a strong presence he's got, but it's it's weighed weighted down, and that's you can see it just in the way he moves. And I think because of that, he kind of slips in between the shat. Like you don't to know he's just kind of unseen on the streets and stuff. There's a lot of him in. You know, just alleyways hanging out and shit, and I don't know. Yeah, it yeah, it is. I wonder what I would do if I saw someone like that. I'd probably follow him. Like it was, <laughs> a, he was a great character. Mm-hmm. Um, the plot of the film was kind of like, like you said, it was. It's been, it's been, it's been done before, and the re- as it de- it doesn't, it doesn't, sadly, really develop, does it? It like in the way that those kinds of plots usually do um yeah it plods along it's quite a long film and it's it's quite it's quite moody like you say it's quite brutal it doesn't really in terms of narrative Mm. the action kind of there is action there was bursts short sharp bursts of action but once the action's done it's a bit like yeah not a lot develops yeah but 
but it's it's okay because it's in such capable hands exactly isn't it? yeah and it has all those beautiful moments like we were talking about with the killer of his mother or whatever yeah and uh, like it's a bit when he sort of disposes of his mother as well that was pretty beautiful. yeah so it's really sad as well yeah, and like really it's just steeped in like all this sadness but like actually the send-off he gives her is perfect like yeah it's beautiful but, um and it's it's all it's always quite amusing as well. Yeah, isn't it? something the that only Joe that would do. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And there's that that bit, isn't there, where he goes under the water as well, and it's almost like he this is his moment to kind of let go and like go with her. Yeah. And then he doesn't because obviously he's still got this unfinished business this to burden, attend to. Yeah. Um, I think there are a couple of theories about the ending as well. Okay. Um, I mean, I haven't really read up on them at all, but it, it it's basically like because there's a bit where um he the end doesn't it yeah and it's whether or not that's real or whether it's in his head i mean it implies it's in his head because it carry kind of carries on isn't it yeah i yeah i think it's in his head i think it's in his head i as it happens my mat my george yes i i was prepared to be devastated but the fact that it was heavily implied it was a fantasy. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, honestly, and, I, yeah. I would have broken down, I think. I, and I think know. that hopefully that goes back to the kind of character that he is. There's no way he would want to ever leave that girl to fend for herself. So. I think you're right, yeah. And I think yeah. that's his sense of duty and his sense of, like, you know, he, he can right some of the wrongs by helping her. Yeah. Therefore, I don't think he would leave her in that scenario. Yeah, I think... She's in a horrible situation. She's horrible. She is. It's really bad. Yeah. It would be interesting to see what a follow-on would be. I'd like to see, a, like, a road trip maybe with just those two in it. It'd be quite good. It would be interesting, wouldn't but it? But it's a bit icky, isn't it? Again, it kind of goes back to that, that whole um, Leon thing yeah, with um, Natalie Portman. Yeah, right. I know it ne- there, ne- there never was any ickiness in it, but... No, but even know, at the start, like, like, she's... I think she, she goes to hug him and then tries to kiss him or something because she's been used as like she's been through some shit and he's like no no this isn't about that like pushing her off and whatever yeah, and i'm guessing that would have been the end of it but but uh, yeah yeah god that's just so sad isn't it oh it was so sad she was great as well she was really good the girl was really good and yeah, really i really good. liked his boss his mum was fantastic his boss was uh he's a big character in the wire which you love, obviously, um, <laughs> and and if one of the most the best characters in the wire. Um, yeah, he's a great. He's he's been in a couple other things we've watched because I remember bringing him up. Yeah, I've seen him in, before. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was a great shout. I'm Good. glad I finally got around to watching it. Um, can't wait to see what she does next. Um, yeah, me too. I'm very amazing. excited about her. Love her. I mean, I just I can't stop thinking about Kevin. I still <laughs> hey, again. Right, that's one that. I think my thoughts about Kevin are exactly yours about this. It's not something I'm going to put myself through just yet. That's I, the again. thing, though, right? because because uh, yeah, exactly. But I watch Kevin again and again and again, Do and you? I don't know why. Because it, wow. it it should be the same, but it's not somehow. I don't know why. Maybe, it's maybe, maybe it's we've Tilda. we've had this react the same reaction, but to two different yeah, well, sure. films of hers. Um, because I think I'd quite like to rewatch you and never really hear with some with Gary. Yeah, because um, I, th- I told him the premise, and he was like, "You might have to watch it just to tell me, like, because he doesn't want any of the <laughs> raw, like, with girls going, young girls going missing or any shit, like, do you know what I mean?" He was like, "Just yeah, 
But I get it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's as I say, it's not gratuitous. It, it definitely, I mean, there are scenes where it's suggestive, very suggestive as to what happened to the girls. Yeah, but um, it's not gratuitous. I mean, I've seen films where they've been you, the, they've oh, been exploited yeah, on camera, yeah. and you're like, that's yeah. part of the problem, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> good. I'm really glad you liked it. I yeah, I'm a I'm Loved a big it. fan. I yeah, really, sorry, really pleased it took with me it. so long to watch. No, <laughs> God, no. I'm glad you've seen it. Um, should we go in on another film which I really liked? Yeah, which was, is... Summer of 84. Summer of 84, yeah. I'd actually seen it before. Okay. And forgotten everything about it. When did you see it? When I it saw it a couple of months ago. Oh. Um, but uh, but it's, the reason I forgot about it was because I'd watched My Friend Dharma not long after it, and I got them mixed up, which oh. is so stupid, but, but probably because I got the same 80s feel. But they're very, very different films. So, okay. Um, and I, we watched it with Glyn and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I absolutely love how nostalgic it made me feel. Yeah. Glyn was telling me about how him and his, do- um, him and his daughter, he doesn't have a daughter, <laughs> him and his sister, when they were like kids, um, made up the story and ended up convincing themselves that the woman down the road was a witch. Okay. And um, even though I don't really have a story like that in my... Um, in my childhood, I guess the closest I ever got was that there used to be this house in our neighbourhood, and um, it was there was ru- it was rumoured that the man who lived in there, his wife had died, and he had ne- he he slept in the same bed as the body. <laughs> see, so you sh- do have a kind of story. I like suppose that. I do. See, have this a story. is it. Like I remember, I don't remember specifics, but there yeah. were things like that growing up, playing along the street yeah. with the local kids that they'd be root. Yeah, yeah. Be, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose so. But it it just. But I, I can't remember any specifics apart from I, I could tell you where the house was now. I could drive you there. I could tell you exactly which house it was. Don't know if it was true at all. Who knows? But it, it just. It's probably true. Oh, it's got to have been true. But I hope it's true in a way. It's quite a romantic <laughs> story. But um, I just. I really enjoyed it. It was very. It, it was definitely, in a sense, cashing in on the Stranger Things vibe. That nostalgia from the 1980s. It is doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily as accessible or as fun or as enjoyable no. and i think that's what sets it apart from it because like mm-hmm. it's hard like i don't know it's a hard argument to make but i i don't think it apart from the 80s nostalgia and the music but then both the music is fitting of the time like i don't see them as being that comparable no, and I, I, no, I mean I you weren't saying that they are because yeah. you said th- this isn't as necessarily as accessible or as fun, which it isn't. Which I think are its strengths. Um, yeah, I think you're right too. Like, I agree. I watched it weeks ago, so I had to recap on some bits earlier. Um, and so the main kid, Davy, it's all about some young kids who live in suburbia in the 1984, yeah. and in the summer there's. Rumor, there's like rumours of a serial killer and this kid Davy with all his friends thinks it's the, the man across the, the road. What's the serial killer called? I've forgotten. Mackie. The, like Officer Mackie or something. But he's got like a... Um, sorry, I, this isn't a test. This is just a, me saying it out loud. So the serial killer has got like a Zodiac style media name. I can't remember what it is. Oh shit, I've forgotten. It's not, <laughs> it's not that catchy to be honest, is it? It's Don't kind really of, remember. Anyway, um, yeah, so... Um, there's a serial killer in in a local serial killer operating and he seems to be snatching kids yeah uh, because there are lots of like missing boys on cartons yeah bloody hell that 
the whole concept of that is chilling. It is, isn't it? That's a real thing yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. But um, yeah. So our friend, our main, our main man, Davey, becomes a convinced that it's it's the neighbour, yeah, Mackie, who's a police officer. And I think again, this this premise that we've just described in itself has been done a hundred times. Yeah, you've seen Disturbia. Yes, which was, was which saying. was like not a remake, but inspired by like there was a Hitchcock thing with Rear Window. Rear Window, mm-hmm. right? So, and. Oh, Shia Booth in it. Fucking, what's the other one? Just, uh, the Burbs. It's in, have, like, do you remember the Burbs with Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks? Yeah. Like, I can see it influenced there's by an, that. There's and, another one um, which is actually not too bad. It's called The Good Neighbor. It's got James Caan in it. Oh, it rings a bell. Yeah. So, so I, basically, that in it in itself, it's not the most original premise, but I think because like. The main kid Davy, his dad uh, works for local news, doesn't he? Yes. So because of that. And this serial killer case, well, well, it becoming apparent that it is a serial killer, Davy's quite informed and up to date on everything. Um, and because of that, and I think his link with his dad in the media and stuff, it's, it's a really procedural investigative film. Yes, like you actually, said, it's yeah. not full of fun and action. The it's last... kind of, actually, yes, on that topic, sorry to interrupt no, you. No, no. Is I think you go in thinking... This is going to be like a bit of a Goonies type sort yeah, of like jape. Yeah, yeah. It's a very serious film. And yeah. can I just say, which we will go into in more detail, the ending is one of the darkest fucking endings and brilliant endings Again, I've ever seen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Well, this is it. The, like, yeah. I think you're so right about that. It's, yeah, it's a procedural investigative. Like we've been watching crime dramas, The Sinner, stuff like Night Of, things like that. This had, like, structurally, it was exactly like one of these crime dramas. Um, and it was mostly this kid, Davey. His kids, his friends aren't that convinced about the whole thing from the start, are they? No, they kind of, um, they kind of reference a couple of things that he's done over time where he's become convinced about other things that have never come to any fruition. Yeah. I can't remember what the example is, but something about aliens at some point or something. Yeah. Like, which which I think is kind of lighthearted. It's kind of like, it's very kiddie to get something in your head and then over your imagination exactly. goes over. Yeah, yeah. I was I was that kid. I did that myself. <laughs> oh, like, I was. Especially at school um, with like ghosts and stuff. Right, right. Like the, the, the toilet at the end of... Um, end of the block in our school had a skeleton in it a skeleton that haunted it like well skeletons aren't ghosts but still <laughs> never mind never really thought through haunted the details toilet. convinced no one there. ever went in there no one <laughs> ever went in there so I get it I get overactive imaginations and it's exactly. almost like that yeah, hype yeah, yeah. it's that um, pack mentality isn't it as yeah, well yeah right kids are gigging themselves up and yeah, like not, spurring each other yeah, on spurring each other on and not like not thinking about consequences and actually not caring about consequences, just having fun with it. Yeah, yeah. So even though it's a very serious, quite dangerous situation that they kind of put themselves in, yeah, they're 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 all sort of like, sort of like, oh, what's the word? They're kind of like feeding off each other. Yeah, yeah. And I think once certain things are proven in their eyes, then the friends slowly become convinced and like you said, they egg each other on a bit more and you know, more and more. Um until it erupts into the most horrific twenty five minutes. The last twenty five minutes are a po- a just a shocking. Do you They're remember shocking. the do you remember the of the last friend? Fuck. I love that kid and I thought <laughs> that he was port pie from Game of Thrones, but he's not. 
but not yeah. he, but he still looks mean. like him yeah and uh, so i had a real connection to that kid oh. and i was gutted because it was it just uh, it's yes yeah, it's appalling shocking as fuck um Detective Mackey, though, our serial killer, again, spoiler alert, um, do you recognise him? He tried to steal Pam from Jim and Pam from the office. When Pam goes to New York and is doing the fucking illustration oh, course or whatever, student. Of he's the student he is. guy. And I know that because I'm rewatching The Office. Exactly. This is why I'm glad you said wow. you were rewatching The Office because I would have mentioned it anyway. Yeah. But I don't think you necessarily would remember yeah, that detail is. had you. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, there's lots of uh, yeah. We're all going out tonight. If you wanna like, he's yeah. a he's asleep. Like, oh, don't yeah. know. Yeah, 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 of course. And I have seen him in other stuff. Same. Yeah. But he is he sure is very what. well cast because that's the point, isn't it? Mackie is like the everyman. He's like, yeah. you know, he's just very nondescript. He's yeah, very, yeah. Oh my god, I keep thinking about certain scenes where so like that bit where he knocks on the door and he oh, for a start, this film has got one of the most annoying things that happened in our childhood and that's when your parents made you apologize face to face to people yes, for things that yes, you've done yes that was annoying oh, as fucking, fuck, that's the worst thing. when the dad finds out all the kids then the kid and his friends are all investigating the policeman and causing him trouble and stuff he marches them all over to explain and apologize to his face and yeah, again, I've been in that. It's horrible. It's yeah, like you, horrible. Uh, you will apologise for. Like, yeah, and it's like, oh. <sighs> mum, fuck off. It's the worst thing you could do, but still, and so, so it kind of takes you straight back to that how you felt in that moment when yeah, you, you yeah. were on the doorstep of someone apologising for something. Um, but that bit where Mackie goes to the house and the kids aren't, uh, Davy's at home on his own, and yeah, then he's yeah. like, oh. I'll, can call the nephew if you want because it's my nephew that you saw in my yeah, house yeah yeah that's it i'll ring him now and then he's like can i come come in and then he's like no no my call the telephone cord's quite long i'll bring you here and it's just the tension in that scene it, yeah 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 and it's how sudden, it unra- yeah it unravels and then like little by little unfortunately after they get sort of caught the first time mm. his friends and his support kind of like backs off a little bit so he's yeah. in a position where he's got less support and it's just yeah i there's something about the film that makes it special and it's the ending i think I th- yeah absolutely because films it, don't end that way no no not that films like this don't normally end like this you get you kill the killer and then that's it like yeah, the monster yeah. is defeated you don't kill that. a bunch of kids no uh, and, like. and you don't uh, he the bad guy isn't supposed to get away yeah again spoilers all over this shit yeah yeah the the killer's not supposed to get away no there's no comeuppance and at the end it just ends with Davy narrating sometimes you don't even know that a killer might live next door you know that old like it's a again like a trope from 80s kind of films the kid like you never know who might be next from yeah. the burps and all these kinds yeah. of like yeah I don't know I yeah and it's so it's it's just really sort of chilling the way he kind of like it's the film starts with him like cycling through the neighborhood waving at all his like fat pals and like his neighbors and then it ends with him cycling through the um neighborhood again and he's alienated from two friends so he doesn't even acknowledge them they don't acknowledge him you know he doesn't say hello to the neighbors there's like mr mackie's house is kind of like not boarded up but there's no one there yeah life's changed and he's isolated because of all of this it's just it's chilling. It's very <laughs> chilling. Oh my god! And I think that, I think that make that lifts it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I like the trailer when Gary showed me the trailer. As much as I l- l- liked, as much as I thought I'd love the feel of it, 
kind of look boring because like I said it's procedural and investigative and it's them talking and investigating which isn't that fun. like it, in the film it was fun and great but as a trailer I thought oh I hope it's not dull but mm-hmm. it was in the back of my mind that it's the directors of Turbo Kids so yes, I thought there's going to be some it is going to fucking pop off and two thirds three quarters of the way through the film when it hadn't yet and the tension started building up I didn't know what was coming but I knew it wasn't I knew I didn't have a good feeling no like, of course and I think you of course it's it's designed purely to make you think is he right is he wrong is he right is he yeah because I was still questioning it yeah. right up until yeah, absolutely and like the nephew bits I think we're kind of conditioned oh. in some ways to sort of look at films I was certainly whenever you watch an M. Night Shyamalan you're always like there's going to the be a twist? massive twist. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think, but I think the hangover of films like that is that you're always looking for that massive twist. And absolutely, you know, yeah. it's not going to be him. It's going to be his dad or something. And, yeah, and like yeah. it's going to. And how it, is this going to pan out? That you're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that was the twist that it it was yeah, him, and it was yeah. as simple as that. And you should bloody trust your fucking son if he tells you. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. I I really enjoyed that. It great. was cool. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, glad. Uh, it passed me by completely, just by chance. I think Harry, when he went to see Gary, showed him it, and they watched it together. Oh, yeah. Did Gary like it? Gary loved it and yeah. was like, we need to. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think he was watching it again the other day with Harry. Like, I think he's seen it a bunch of times. No, it's that's one good. of his favourites. That's like, awesome. The banter between all the kids is pretty juvenile and like sexist and horrible and stuff. But well, they then talk kids about are at that mums. age, aren't they? Like, yeah. Like, you know, the in-betweeners, that was like lauded, lauded. Like, people loved it because it was... The kids are fucking vulgar when they're that, like young. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? I mean, God, yeah, I can, so, yeah, completely. Again, it was accurate in that way. Like, it's not particularly, as adults, it's not particularly amusing. And I don't think it's really supposed to be, but it's just like, I guess, realistic of how fucking kids talk to each other, isn't it? Well, yeah, if they were all sitting around fucking talking about, um, I don't know, Sylvia Plath or something, you'd be a bit like, that's not how kids talk. <laughs> um, actually, just weirdly enough, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, but I'm re. I, I've been re-watching Superbad. I, I just put it on when Superbad. I'm... Yeah, when I'm blow-drying my hair, I put it on with subtitles on my phone. It's such <laughs> a stupid way to watch it. But it's reminded me how good the dialogue is in it. In Superbad? Yeah. I haven't seen it for about... Well, since it came out, probably. I know, and it, I don't think I have either, but it's just some of the... Di- I mean, it's, it's very... It's a lot of it's very juvenile, exactly as you've said, but yeah. it's very cleverly done. It's done well. And I guess Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill in there, it's, they're talented. I love them and I love well I, lo- I I'm so happy now that I know there's another side to Michael Sarah. Oh the dark yeah, side. yeah 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 because yeah, I prefer magic, him magic and st- and yeah magic magic oh magic magic I was thinking one. about that the other day that film my god oh and crystal fairy yeah the crystal yeah, fairy subtly horrible <laughs> can you remember how disgusting he is Just such a horrible person so gross but yeah so um yeah good pick I really enjoyed that rewatch and I'm really glad I did because it as I say, it merged into another film and I'm glad that I can now separate the two and, and actually appreciate how good it is. It's a, it's a brilliant film. It's very, very good. And again, that ending, I think it's just, it couldn't be more perfect for the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's was, so, so dark. Yeah. So uh, we were kind of gobsmacked after, like, yeah. Oh, just yeah, well, imagine putting a kid through that. And it, oh. It, yeah, really ramped up in that last kind of section to something you wouldn't expect and finishes on a note that doesn't leave you feeling too great does it no it doesn't no on that note should we 
park this one here as well. On a note without, that doesn't leave without, people uh, feeling too great. Yeah, yeah, know, exactly. So we'll, we'll right. leave it there. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's well, been fun. Yeah, it's been great. I've really enjoyed that and um, I'm glad you really enjoyed those films. So. Yeah, yeah, they were great. Until next time. Until next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye.